Hello, you are listening to the C Squared podcast with Holly and Curtis on today. Uh, and today we have the wonderful uh, freelance music writer extraordinaire, Kevin Stewart-Panko, who has written for pretty much every place going probably by now. So thank you so much, Kevin, for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me back and pleasure to meet you. Or yes, you digitally have met before, so this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so to start... I'm going to introduce the topic. So uh, Kevin is uh, sort of a co-host nowadays. We decided <laughs> this is like his first episode like this. Um, but anyway, so for today, we decided to take on the hot button topic of premieres, uh, music premieres, specifically single premieres, track premieres, album premieres, video premieres, whatever you want to call them, um, because there are a lot of people with a lot of opinions about them right now. I saw a post a few months ago. Uh, on Twitter, but from a label who I do not want to name, who was expressing that they thought that they were on their way out. And I've heard other people say the same thing. So we brought Kevin on because Kevin's probably done like what, 500 premieres in the last? Uh, I've done a bunch of them. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's just more a matter of like, you know, I have the space available. People approach me saying, Hey, can you put this up there? And if I, if I somewhat like I was saying, if I at least partially endorse it, if not fully, I will, you know, I'll give people whatever promotional space they they want to they want to use and however they want to use it, put together a post for them and throw it up there. Um, so, well, I, I'm interested. Sorry, I was going to say I, I, you know, you know me and my how closely I follow Twitter. But um, I'm interested as to this label that says that think they think they're on the way out. Was there like a reasoning or justification for this for this particular statement? Yeah, there was. Well, actually, I've heard it from two different labels. So um, one of it was in a private conversation. So again, I don't want to say who it was, uh, but right, that, right, the, yeah. that the number that the clicks have gone down, basically, and that the number of uh, listens for an exclusive premiere has drastically gone down uh, in the last, I think it was four or five years or something like that, since like 2018, 2017. Okay. So they gave an example uh, now this was a while back because they don't do metal anymore, obviously. Uh, so, so it was, they give an example with noisy had done a major band. Right. Uh, and they got something like half the streams that they had gotten two years prior with the same band. Okay. And they gave another example as well, but that would, anyways, this was a while back. That so do they take into account that, um, you know, See, I didn't know if this if this statement had anything to do with the past two years of people just sitting at home doing nothing. So did they take into account four years or four or five years ago, you didn't have as many of the varying outlets to discover this stuff? Like, yeah, you can have a premiere. Yep. And, you know, as people get older, and I'm sure you and anybody who's kind of working in this area, as we all get older, it's like, is it really that important to hear the new whatever band the very first date at this premiere like what what how different is this song going to be or this album going to be if i listen to it next week as opposed to today you know what i mean yeah like, is it really that important to somebody who's in their 30s 40s 50s like it's, it's not a race anymore when i was 16 i was like oh shit i gotta hear everything first before everybody else and all my friends can suck it but yeah now i'm just like yeah you know whatever this this record's going to be there tomorrow. I can listen to it then. So is it really that big a deal? Well, changing demographics and all that kind of shit. That's probably more of a question for Holly. Cause she's like 23, 24. She's like half our ages. So let, let's, let's see what Holly has to say about yeah. this. Brilliant. I'm 25. If you're wondering. Um, Sorry. But... <laughs> Sorry. 
We're both like still. Forties. Oh, you're in your fifties. Oh, oops, didn't realize that. Sorry, Kevin. Anyway, anyways, so you're half I'm, age. I'm in my I'm in my late seventies at this point. <laughs> Sorry, go on, Holly. I. No, it's. <laughs> Uh, it's fine. Um, I guess the main sort of problem I have is because everything is usually being released on the same day or there's so many premieres going on on the same day, it's kind of impossible to listen to everything anyway. So I think that definitely feeds into what you're saying, the thing of, oh, well, I'll listen to it next week or, or whatever, um, because it's just impossible to consume everything. Um, so I think that really doesn't help and the whole everybody releasing on a Friday Mm-hmm. with the streaming platforms i think that possibly doesn't really help either um, yep. and and i don't know if that is exclusively something that is digital the digital world or premieres or whatever because i always used to have an issue as well going back to the 80s and 90s and stuff when when a, an album would get released and labels would be and i you know i'm sure there's a reasoning behind it and i've never had it explain to me enough that I can say, okay, that's, you know, a solid reasoning and I'm wrong, hundred percent wrong or whatever. But when labels would talk about first week sales and if something didn't sell whatever in the first week, they would be all disappointed. And suddenly they would pull back the amount of PR that would, they would dedicate to whatever the band is or project is and stuff like that. And it's like, I, my, I'm always of the thinking that I would rather have my band sell 2000 copies a week for a year, like every week solidly, as opposed to, oh, we sold 10,000 copies out of the gate and it just kind of disappeared after a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Yep. Like I'd rather have that sustained um, interest or whatever you want to call it, as opposed to being a flash in a pan. And then suddenly, you know, your, your O-Town as opposed to new kids on the block. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, there's always that first week sales push push because they want to land on the charts, which I think is kind of goofy too. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, it's like, I like your I reasoning. Really, yeah, I don't really see the point of charts anymore either. Maybe that's just me. They, I don't know. It, it's I feel as though it doesn't mean anything because it's not really helping you promote it necessarily unless, apart from just saying we're on it. Yeah. Right, and I, I mean, charts, I, I, I guess I can understand charts because there are people who just kind of, look to what's big and popular at the moment. And it's like, if it's on a chart, they're going to check it out more so than digging themselves. But from, I don't know, just like like I said, from my perspective, I'd rather have that sort of sustained thing. And and it goes also with, um, with tours and tour announcements, because what I noticed, and I've noticed this forever is a label or PR or whoever will announce a tour, say, okay, say a tour is running from, what's tomorrow april 1st to april 30th right um they announce it two or three months ahead in in february and once the tour starts what i don't what i always have failed to understand is why aren't you still promoting the last you know two or three weeks of dates as opposed to we we made this tour announcement on a couple of you know whenever it was first announced and then we kind of pushed it again a little bit right before it started. But then once it starts, it seems like a lot of time, it's just like, it gets forgotten. Yep. Um, And yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's, you know, I know we're kind of getting off the topic of premieres, but I think that just overall sustained interest is something that 
I think needs to be sort of looked at or pushed a bit harder as opposed to just blasting your load all at once and leaving. You know what I mean? Like, sorry to use that analogy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what, Kevin, just get, getting to that, you know what I think it kind of boils, boils back down to that point right there about keeping up the sustained interest and stuff. Um, I think that our original topic, we were going to talk about singles. Right. So I think like with the strategy that people are now doing with doing this, like, like the long uh, release build up with the singles and stuff, I think that's doing what you're talking about right there. Right. And I, I have to give it, give it up to um, um, your friend and mine, John Asher, who, when it, whenever he approaches me about wanting to run a premiere, it's like, he'll throw down like, okay, I've got these five things that... Mm -hmm can go into any of these five dates either before or after the release. It's got like a video, a single track premiere, the full record, um, another video or like a playthrough or something like, and there's like this long, you know, I don't want to call it long game, but there's a bit more to it than just saying, all right, here's a song or here's the record. And that's the end of it. So good idea. Thank um, you. He I'll does go from place to place. Like, I, I don't know if that makes a difference where it's like, it's kind of hard to follow. Mm -hmm. and, and, sorry and it's also a bit easier to follow if say for example you are working for nuclear blast and you have a bigger band as opposed to and a band that doesn't yeah. have a label just because there's generally more interest out there from the public so it's you know people are going to follow exodus around and wherever wherever exodus is um full album stream track premiere video wherever that's going to show up you're going to have people who are going to go to that site as opposed to um you know, I, I saw so-and-so on Decibel's website and yep. they had something else on, you know, Toilet of Hell or whatever. And, oh, yep. but I never go to Toilet of Hell or I never, I just, you know, it wasn't an, enough interest in that band for me to bother to go to, to check out that other website or it wasn't on my radar as much because X, Y, and Z. Not to yeah. like say that anybody, you know, I'm not singling out anybody for being, you know, less or whatever. I'm just saying that, um, yeah, like when you have a name like, like, you know, think about it this way. I mean, when, when, you know, with Slayer, Metallica, Anthrax, Megadeth post, whatever they post, you're going to have people coming from out of the woodwork who like, yep. you never check out any band, any other band. Um, and suddenly, you know, whatever, <laughs> you're just going to, you know, I guess you see those numbers go up the way people want them to go up, but yep. um, you know, the, the quote unquote diehards will be, will be there consistently. And I mean, yeah. Uh, I'll stop now. <laughs> I'll, I'll let Holly speak because I haven't let her ask a question yet. Well, I guess something that I'd be quite interested to, I don't know, get your thoughts on is, say with the premieres thing, then how it sort of translates onto social media, because obviously the algorithms and everything are complete, complete mess. So most people just don't see things nowadays. Um, so... Yeah, I, I kind of feel as though maybe the premiere issue partly links to the fact that people just don't know it's there. Right. And I, I think that also when we were talking before, before we went live, that's something that you guys are probably more privy to than I would be because um, you approach X, Y, and Z writer about doing a premiere or X, Y, and Z website about running something or whatever. Um, whether or not I see it or whether or not anybody sees it, you guys, I guess, you know, you're, you have like the back end analytics you can look at and you know what the, um, um, like just how effective stuff is. So I, I would, I would kind of be more interested in hearing what, 
how it works for you guys or what you've seen trend wise or how it's been what's been happening so here here um we're probably going to be moving away from premieres unless it's like decibel or maybe like a place like uh doomed and stone or like or like something like that that actually does like a feature with it um because of the fact that what we've been noticing is if we put out a premiere somewhere in most cases even if it's a big site um a lot of places will not pick it up because they don't want like somebody's sloppy seconds basically all okay. right so that's what we've been noticing as a trend but if you put it out as a straight news item posted on the band's new uh youtube channel you get more pickups because it's original content because a lot of sites it seems like nowadays are going like fuck this i don't want to link to someone else's stuff is it that is it is that what's important or is it just the 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 raw numbers of people listening to whatever you've put up or watching whatever you put up well it well this is what it looks like right because usually like if you blast out a press release and you say okay like for example you know listen to blah blah toilet of hell like you said right right so most what would usually happen is that other sites would pick that up as news and link to it nowadays happening as much so but if you put it just as a straight link to the band's youtube channel it seems like sites are more prone to pick it up. I don't know why that is. I have no idea, but it just seems to be like a, a recent thing in the last year huh. where a premiere will get picked up as news less than a straight, you know, uh, post about, about their uh, YouTube channel or whatever. It's weird. I don't, I don't understand it, but it's been recent. Okay. So yeah. another question I would have, especially yeah. for us being in Ontario and you being yep. in the UK where we've had stricter lockdowns on a lot of other Western countries. Um, did you guys notice a, an uptick in the last two years of just stuff happening because people were at home and they had really had nothing else to do <laughs> or a lot of people had nothing else to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, this is, this is interesting. Cause I know we were speaking to um, someone the other day who was saying that, another writer who was saying that it seemed really quiet to them, which is odd because for me, it, everyone just seems to be at home writing and releasing music here, there and everywhere. And it right. just feels so saturated. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that's just a UK thing, if it's just like the particular subgenres, or if it's just I'm surrounded by people that I know who do music at home, it, it could be any one of those sort of things. Um, but yeah, I feel like there's been a, an awful lot of album releases and EP releases just across the pandemic. Because like you say, people couldn't do anything else. Like all the tours got cancelled and everything. So, right. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah, it's it's one of those weird things. Like just the pickups has been like a fairly recent thing. So like I do like I, I know it's I know it's a fact because we've been testing it lately just to see what happens. Right. So like decibel always gets good hits on their premieres like 100 of the time uh but like for example i'm not going to give site name but but there was we had a premiere at an extremely large site not that long ago that it just bombed when you sent it out as a press release nobody wanted to pick it up and it was weird okay um now not to not i don't know who you're talking about no you don't because i don't want to say i don't want to no no i I don't want you to tell me who you're talking about but (laughs) You know, when you think about who who was involved, not necessarily the site, I don't know what the site was, but the band itself was the band itself a band that um uh what am I how am I trying to be nice about this? You know, like 
were they known were they known or were they very good like just, you know well, <laughs> quality wise even just good or they, recognizable they were, you know what i'm trying were. to you know what I I'm do. trying to say without I'm trying not to be a complete asshole. No, here. no, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, yes. Um, and okay. it, it was substantially lower streams than not having the premiere. Okay. Um that, that's yeah. I know it was weird. It was weird. So it maybe that one was an isolated case, but we've also had it with other things too, where it's like the premiere won't do as good as not having the premiere and just blasting out the press release. So it it's it's a strange thing, but it's been happening lately. So I don't know what to say. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, sometimes I just wonder also, generally speaking, just about saturation. And it um, could be that. Yeah, maybe 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 there was too much out that day. Because like, here's a good example. Like uh, you did the, I think, Dust Profit on the 31st of December. That did fantastic. And that's like realistically on New Year's Eve, who would have fucking thought it would do great? Well, you know, yeah. You know, New, yeah, New Year's Eve, but New Year's Eve, like right in the kind of like the midst of the Omicron wave. When fair, fair, yeah, fair, 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 fair. I just always think, and I don't know, you know, I, I don't know what it was like, but I remember the weather sucked here. <laughs> when, yeah. It was fucking cold as shit, dude. <laughs> I just always think people are going to be going out partying on New Year's Eve. So, like, I mean, I had even said to them, I'm like, I don't know if this is going to fucking work very well, but it went, they did great. So, there you go. I don't know, man. I don't know, but that's that's an example. Like that's a smaller band did fantastic. This other band bigger. Mm. So I don't know what to say about that. Um, but anyways, where were we going with this, Holly? But Ray, you were Ray, talking. You were bringing up singles. I was bringing we... up this. So, but so now here, here's here's something that that like let's talk. Let's just talk about this for a brief minute. Fuck, we only got like ten minutes left. We've already been blabbing. Um, singles. Yeah. I know we're we're all good at this. So singles. So what are your what are your thoughts on that strategy build up there, Kevin? We didn't really cover that too much. Um, I, man, I it's I think again going back to if someone's known, um, well known, has yeah. has backing behind them, is gonna wherever they're gonna place it, that fan base is gonna find it. Mm -hmm. um, if you are an unknown band or demo band or whatever you want to call it, it's I, I personally think it's going to be a total hit and miss. And I, I hate to be that guy, but it's like, I've looked at stuff and I'll just be like, you know, I'll see the band photo or I'll look at the logo and, you know, consider my mood that day or how much time I have to, to sit here and listen to whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to click on this right now. This, this, this isn't going to do anything or yeah, this looks interesting. Check it out. Um, and I, there, there is no, discernible pattern to any of that <laughs> other than the fact that hey you know what um today i feel like listening or i feel like looking or checking out this band who are obviously wearing white high tops and acid wash jeans and have bad facial hair and a logo that looks like you know an old you know old 80s thrash logo this could be interesting today yep ask me the next day and i'd be like ah, i have fucking time for that shit <laughs> so <laughs> If, for me personally, it's a it's a complete hit and miss. I don't know um, how it works for you guys. Like, in if you're just trying to get your bands to the most popular sites, um, is that like a like an ongoing battle? Or if you're trying to place it somewhere, like you said, doomed and stoned. Obviously, I'm not going to take my you know my my agoraphobic nosebleed tribute band 
and put it <laughs> and, and go, Hey, Dune and Stone, throw it on there and see what happens. It, it's it's, it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? So yeah. are you working more like, I don't know, product placement? Is that the right word? But is that what you're yeah. aiming to do too? Yeah. Just, yeah. Cause like, for example, like, obviously we're not going to go after like decibel necessarily for like an industrial. I mean, I guess it could, but I mean, it's, it depends. Not, yeah. I mean, it depends, but I mean, like, you know, you're, you're going to, you, you want, you want to go to the place that you think is going to be the best fit versus has the biggest audience. Cause I mean, you could have a huge audience for the site and then, but if the band's just not right, there's no point in pitching them. Even if the band wants you to, it's stupid. Like, I don't know how many times we've had people ask us to do pitchfork for them. And it's like, pitchfork what do they still do metal i don't think they do anymore but i'm just giving them as an example right like okay. to do metal it was like black metal basically yeah. you know, it would be like hard rock band saying you know can i get in pitchfork he's like well you're not really right for pitchfork and then they're like well they got a huge you're like well okay but you don't fit for it it doesn't make any sense you know what i mean or metalcore band wanting to get pitchfork for example like right which, but it's not really the thing, you know what I mean? They're, they're more different crowd, right? So, so, yeah. so I, a question I would have for Holly then being like half our age or whatever, um, growing up, you know, like you, you grew up in a different way of consuming and being exposed to music than we did. Um, now that things are the way they are, but also there's this increased interest and sort of focus on physical product has your, like, do you still find yourself doing and ex exposing or consuming and trying to find music the same ways that you did when you were a teenager? Or has it changed um, as you've um, gotten more, in, in, you know, like dug more into the scene and the world and gotten older and stuff like that? Yeah, it's definitely changed. I mean, when I was a teenager, I used to like buy Krang and uh, Metal Hammer magazine pretty much all the time. Right. Um, and that was how I did find a lot of bands, but a lot of it was also was just YouTube. I don't know, YouTube used to be a bit, it seemed easier to just find new music on it. I think again, it's a saturation thing, yeah. um, but that was, that was probably it, YouTube and <laughs> magazines. Um, and yeah, I don't, I just don't really buy physical magazines anymore, partly because, because like nowhere really sells them anymore is one thing. Um, so I'm usually pretty much just online and yeah, you miss stuff or algorithms hide things. Um, but then I guess I do discover an awful lot more through social media than perhaps I used to. Um, right. Because I think I'll just see bands popping up or on, whether it's on Instagram or, or Twitter and things like that. And, um, so I also know. know that like it used to be that, or not used to be, it probably, it still is obviously like, the, the focus was on on singles and whatever uh and not so much album like full albums and the album experience um has that changed for you too like do you still go seeking for singles or are you are you now a more mature listener <laughs> this is interesting because i've always been an album person like okay. i've always bought cds and i've always i don't know like i i i always did that we have a uh music store over here called HMV and like when a new album came out I always used to go like into the shop and get it on CD and play it at home and that was like the best thing um but yeah it's kind of I still buy some CDs but just not as many um and they're usually online and yeah everything else is 
probably either streaming services or, or Bandcamp, stuff like that. Um, but that's, yeah, past few years, really. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I like conceptual albums. I like, I like the journey. So the single thing, like if there's a good track, I'll listen to it. Um, but I'm not really chasing singles, I guess. Okay. I, I've changed a little bit. I'm more into the singles nowadays than the full album. Because one problem I've been having recently is a lot of bands are putting out, I know we only got like five minutes left and I'm probably going to go on a rant here, but a lot of bands have been putting out piss poor full albums uh, with only a handful of tracks that are good recently, I've noticed. I don't know how you feel about that, Kevin, but there doesn't seem to be as many good full albums, but a lot of filler. Uh, I mean... Depends on the genre, obviously. Yeah, I guess it also depends on how much you're exposed to it. It's hard for me to say like, you know, like when you say, you know, so few bands where I probably get sent or exposed to far more new records than you do. Probably. So the proportion is probably the same, like percentage or proportionally is the same, but there are yeah. still a lot of good records, full records out there. I mean, sometimes, you know, sometimes stuff just is way more, way longer than it needs to be. <laughs> I mean, like, for example, like, I'll try to go through the new release list as much as I possibly can each week. Um, I, 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 at one point I was, I, I had, I had, was good for everything up through January. And then I started slowing down once the February stuff, stuff hit. I think I'm like at end of February right now on the new release list for metal injection or whatever. Right. But this out of all the albums that are there, I would probably say about 60% of them did either did not need to be as long as they needed to be or just didn't need to be a full album that that's my own personal take own personal take but again i know you probably again have listened to more than i am but i do try to keep up with those things and a lot of those are more mainstream than our metal injection too right and you get a lot of the more underground stuff on i top get of yeah i get you everything get, so. <laughs> yeah, so i might be missing out on a lot of stuff too but i mean like you know sometimes i'll just be listening to them and be like i don't know why this band put this fucking album out like there's <laughs> <laughs> like, what, like what was the point of this like it's just so or it's like good and then it's like drags on and on and on and on and on but anyways your thoughts on that i know we only got a few minutes but let's hear the kevin rant um yeah I don't know. i'm kind of in the same in the same boat i mean i i don't know if i'd go so far as say why did this band put this out because i'm, I'm fully of I, the belief that um no matter how terrible your band is there's somebody out there who it, it's your favorite it's their favorite band like you that's know, true. That's I was just true. listening to Gigi Allen today, or at least I was listening to a Gigi Allen cover today, and mm -hmm. I'm just like, Gigi, I just remember Gigi Allen. Like, who the fuck ever listened to Gigi Allen? <laughs> like, if, if Gigi Allen didn't have the whole spectacle of being Gigi Allen around him, that, would yeah, anybody yeah. care? Because his music was pretty fucking terrible. I mean, was, you know, but I agree. that's just me. You know, I mean, obviously, there's a there are bands out there who want to cover <clears throat> Gigi Allen because either, you know, they they're they're fans of it to, to whatever degree but anyway yeah um yeah no i i'm kind of the same thing where it's like um i like like both of you i i agree with holly i'm i'm big on the uh the journey of the album like the full length same. like you know going from you know beginning to end it's peaks and valleys and all that i sometimes i think that younger bands especially don't take into this don't take the sequence and the structure as much into account as you know as somebody like you know i you know as a, an older band whatever but um yeah i 
yeah, I don't know what more to say, man. I mean, it, it, it kind of all boils down as usual to whether something is just good or bad. And if it's good, you end up listening to it. And if it, if it's not, or if you think it's bad or it's, you know, it's, it's striking your bad chord, then you don't listen to it and you give it to, you know, I just, off, the other day I just offloaded a bunch of CDs to a buddy of mine that I didn't want because it was like, all right, here you go. I mean, yep. say what you like and enjoy. Yep. I didn't enjoy them. <laughs> yeah. And that's fair enough. So we got to wrap cause I got another thing in about five minutes, but to end off, I know we uh-huh. had a lot went on over and we probably still have a lot more to go. We can do, talk about this next time in depth further, I guess. Uh, but uh, to end off, I want to ask Kevin and you, Holly, name three albums that you think recently from this year that were actually good front to back. So I know you got Obscura because you have that like a 10 out of 10 or something like that. But right, other than Obscura, name or name three total, even if Obscura is on there. All right. Kevin. Let me let me consult my list here. Hang on a second. Cool. Holly, do you got three off the top Actually, of your head? I list. Kevin, I look remember. At- Hang on. <laughs> How do you guys not have three? I, it's because well you said front the back i'm just making sure here so all right let's see i mean yeah well obscure came out last year didn't it already come out this year i thought whatever. it was this it was last year i don't know maybe I don't know, whatever. all right yeah. let's see what do we got here we got um the new um i'm gonna go with the new undeath record which i don't even think it's out yet not out yet but i'm, I'm jealous because every single that i've heard so far has been phenomenal yeah it's been it's an awesome record um Dude, I can go. I can do more than three. Um, <laughs> five, do five. If you got five, do five. Uh, all right, I can do. I could say undeath. I can yep. say the new Wofat record. I've heard um, that one. It's, yeah, it's. I've never really liked that band, but their new album is fucking awesome, and I'm. Ooh. I'm actually surprised at how much it blew me away because every time I've listened to that band in the past, it's kind of been like, whatever, dude. But yeah, this new one, fucking awesome. A band from Chicago called Nequient. Um, I think I've, yep. They put out like three or four records in the last like year and a half, like super, super bang, bang, bang. And the new one is continues that little sort of like stream string of awesomeness, I guess you say. The new Cave In record's really good. It's probably hasn't started making the promo rounds yet, but I got a copy a couple of weeks ago sent to me and it's really, um, I mean, you know, mixes, mixes new and old. Yep. Or new ish and old as Cave In. Yep. And. Uh, there's a couple more in there they're a bit more obscure but you know whatever um <laughs> you got one more kevin i think i think i, I think got one go. more uh fuck, i don't know man i like the i like the new i like the new billy bio record for some reason it was a good hardcore record yeah and the new relayer which is um dudes from pelican and Locrian. they're sort of like instrumental post metal post rock melodic hardcore band nice. really good stuff cool cool what about you holly right i found my list so i'm gonna go cool. with author and punisher cool. i did like their album uh fit for an autopsy because mm. i i mean their past albums have been really cool and mm. there was one that i did recently oh, what was it called uh crown magneta that is um if i'm pronouncing that correctly oh um, yeah i know that one who's a what now yeah um, yeah, the album's yep. called Alone in Death, I think. Um, yeah, they're quite, they say, I think they're quite new, quite a new death okay. metal band. I liked it. Yeah, it was cool. I'm going to go with my three. are going to be Immolation, Bad Omens, and Ghost. 
Oh, oh immolation. Uh, <laughs> you like that one? Uh, dude, I I love it, but I, I, yeah. You do it. I, but, sure. You know, it's a long story, and it, it actually kind of has something to do with this shirt. But anyway. <laughs> okay. Good topic podcast, maybe. But anyways, uh, we got to end off. So, Holly, give us your outro, your famous outro before we end off. I don't really bother this. <laughs> it's, so it's so famous she can't remember. <laughs> it's because it's, it's I keep changing it every time. Um, I don't know. Stay metal. We'll go with that. <laughs>